Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the franchise business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. We were at the Windsor Bowling Club in Brisbane at Urban Clean's National Conference and had the chance to speak to Paul Haycock, branch owner and franchiser in Queensland. Paul wanted a brand to grow with and found the opportunity with Urban Clean. He's now grown his business into an award-winning franchise with successful franchisees across the state. Paul shares his years of wisdom in small business, the team support offered, and his key motivators for switching to Urban Clean. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu. I'm here with Ellen Rogers from Eden Exchange. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Paul Haycock, who's a branch owner and franchiser for Urban Clean in Queensland. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Oh, thanks for having me. Look, it's been really good today. Um, we've been at Urban Clean's franchise conference in Brisbane, uh, and you know, there's been a lot of insights and, and um, learnings to take away from it. So thanks for stepping out and having a chat to us today about it, Paul. Firstly, Paul, just give us a little bit of a background about who you are, your background, and how you came to be involved with Urban Clean. Okay, I'm from a retail franchising background. Um, I was a franchisee with Mr. Minute, uh, a shoe repairer, key cutter, for many years, and I had worked in that industry for nearly 20 years. But as a franchisee, I found that that really didn't have um, a lot of advancement for me. I was just stuck in a shop. So um, I started looking for other options, and when Urban Clean, oh, I saw it advertised and I made that phone call and, and the ball started and progressed from there and uh, I joined as a branch owner. Sure. And what, what do you think it was that um, tipped you over the edge, you could say, or convinced you that this was the, the path to go? The thing that really got me was the company was just starting mm-hmm. and I saw a great opportunity to grow and advance with them, where with Mr. Minute it was just a, a, it was a good brand, but there wasn't a really um, any real advancement for me. Yeah. The other thing was I saw it as an opportunity where I wasn't just locked in a shop, but there was there was opportunities to work day, night, more freedom to work when I wanted to. But it was also opportunity that I could uh, I have a passion for travel, so that allowed me to be able to travel because a lot of my business can be done either on the phone or laptop. I don't physically have to be there every single day. Uh, so that was a big driving force. Okay, so what's your, with Urban Clean and its business model, what is it like on a week-by-week basis running a franchise? You mean what do I do? Yes. Yeah, um, you can talk about what, because in terms of what you do as well as like what a, the franchise is you're mentoring, yep. can you firstly give us an idea of what you do and your role with them as well? Sure. Right. My, my overall picture of my position on my business is uh, threefold is I recruit franchisees. So I do a lot of advertising. When I'm in the need for franchisees, there are a lot of meetings that I have with them. When I when I do recruit a franchisee, then the next step is to do a lot of training with them to make sure that they're where they're supposed to be so they can confidently do the work. But then the biggest part that seems to take a lot of my time at the moment is the winning of the contracts. So there's a lot of door-to-door sales, a lot of meeting with people, Uh, a lot of networking, um, and there are many different aspects of how I do that. Um, That would be my day-to-day job. I think the majority of it is is the winning of the contracts at the moment. For the franchisees themselves, they do a lot of, uh, obviously a lot of cleaning um, after hours, but we're really trying to encourage them to 
to be part of the business more than just the cleaning, to actually make contact with their clients, understand business as a whole. And I try and develop that at the very start, that that's what they're getting into. Mm. It's not just cleaning, it's actually a business. So how long does the training session go for? Is it like a couple of weeks trial, a month's trial kind of training? Once they've actually come on board and they've gone through the onboarding process of the actual business and the finances of it, then uh, we start the training. The training is twofold. There's an online training where they, I guess, learn the, um, the do's and don'ts of cleaning, understanding what cleaning is, and then we put them through an intensive hands-on training. Now, everyone's different. If they come from a cleaning background, sometimes that hands-on training may not take as long, but we normally allow maybe two weeks for those that have never cleaned at all to understand and get to a point where they feel very comfortable in cleaning because we want to make sure that they can actually do the cleans and not feel overwhelmed when the pressure's on. Now, they're actually now doing it live and for themselves. So, And the background of the person that tends to do well here, is it right that they're more looking business owners or interested in business more so than cleaners who want to expand? I would say that would be true. Yeah. I was just speaking with um, someone I just met in the conference um, and they've been in the business for for three months yeah. and I asked them, are they, are they from a cleaning background? They said, no, he's an architect. Hmm. So he comes from a, a totally different world and yet he sees a great opportunity and from just by talking with him, uh, he seems to be doing very well in the first three months. He understands the business. It's not just clock on, clock off job. It's it's actually business. So, do you find those that have been working in the cleaning industry for years tend to struggle more with the urban clean model, or is it just generally easier for someone with a clean slate to come on board, try something new? I would say there is no a better for either. It's there are a lot of people that I work with that are franchisees who come from a cleaning background. To me, the biggest thing that makes a franchise successful is the, is the mindset. If they come in that, okay, I don't need to be told anything more, I don't need to be trained, I know everything, that's where you get problems. They, the, the people that, that don't want to follow the systems, they just think they can do what they want, that'll be the person I think has the most uh, struggles. Those that come on board, even with a cleaning background, but understand that there's a process to follow, there's a business set to, to learn and to treat it like a business, they seem to be the most successful. So what do you think clearly differentiates Urban Clean from anything else out there on the market? I think I would say the brand that Urban Clean is developing, the way we, obviously, anyone can recruit someone, but the way that we take a hands-on approach in the training, but then also the support. The brand trainer, uh, like myself, we, we try our best to make sure we support our franchisees more than just give us a call if you need anything. We'll, yeah. we'll actually try and spend time with them. We'll try and visit them on site. But then the other aspect, why we're better than anything else on the market, or would be that we actually go and get the work for them. Yeah. A lot of other franchises, they'll give you leads. They'll show you how to win contracts, but it's set up to the franchisee to grow their business. And the fact that the franchise is providing clients for new franchisees and also for people in there for a long time, it means it opens it up to a, a certain type of person or it expands it a bit as well. It's not necessarily with someone with brilliant sales skills that needs to come in. It's that person with the attitude and is hardworking that can learn the ropes. So is that an advantage for a, a person thinking about pulling the trigger? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, with Urban Clean, 
you can get you, you can get all the training that you want. Um, I myself, coming from a retail background, had retail experience mm-hmm. in sales, but nothing like winning contracts and and meeting mm-hmm. a, a, a meeting str- like strangers, new clients, um, and I learned that myself. And I'm definitely not a salesman, mm-hmm. but um, I've learned it and I'm comfortable with it now that realistically I can be as successful as I want. Yeah. The more time I put into it, the more business I can generate. Yeah. And I, as I said, I, I didn't come from a sales background as in in that winning contract. So we can train them how to do that. So typically when, when somebody starts a business, finishes the training and goes through the initial months and I finally decide this is definitely the business for me, how much time do you usually suggest they wait until they start seeking their own contracts, start seeking their own customers? Well, we actually win them. Oh, we do the contracts for them. We actually win all their work for them. Yeah. As part of their as part of their purchase price, we uh, we go out and win $5,000 worth of contracts for them. Once that they're uh, now working and doing that work, once they're comfortable in, in handling 5000 a month worth of contracts. Oh, that's 5000 a month. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah 5000 a month. So yeah. the business is really suits a lot of people that want it as a part-time income, but we can ramp it up to full-time to 10, 15, 20,000 if they really want it, and as long as they can handle that, yeah. uh, depending on um, their circumstances in life. But we can either win that for them or we can, we can actually teach them and train them how to go and win their contracts. I, to answer your question, how long? It, as long as they're comfortable in doing the work, we can we can start that training on them winning their own contracts as well as what we give them um, as soon as they want. Well, then the the price of entry for a, a franchise yeah, is quite accessible here. So in terms of your process, because it is like an arranged marriage almost, you have to be comfortable. They have to be comfortable. Exactly. Yep. So what's your process to get that right person? At the first phone mm-hmm. interview, so someone will inquire online, I'll get the lead, I'll get the name and phone number, I'll give them a call. I'll normally have a, a set sort of questions that I'll ask, which will gauge whether they're actually looking for a business or if they're looking for a job. Because yeah. a lot of people that inquire, they're just looking for cleaning work. Yeah. So we try and separate those and we work out who is legitimately uh, seeking the business yeah. and then we'll go through the process. We'll have a first meeting, I'll sit down. I normally buy them a cup of coffee, so it's a little bit neutral. It's a bit more casual. Um, nothing's really decided then. It's more just I get to meet them, yeah. and they actually get to meet me. Because it is a twofold, um, as you mentioned. Yeah. It, it, it's like an arranged marriage. They're going to be comfortable looking at what's on offer, mm-hmm. they're gonna, but they're going to be comfortable working with me. Yeah. Because that's, who, that's who's going to be getting their contracts. Uh, that's who's going to be training them. So I'm going to be comfortable that they're right for the business, but they're going to be comfortable that I'm a right fit for them. Do you have a standard uh, checkbox that you usually apply when somebody is trying to become a franchisee? So they have to meet certain criteria, have to have certain lifestyle expectations as to what comes through. Um, we do have a bit of a sheet that we do work through. There's no right or wrong for people. To me, the main thing is that the mindset is right. If the mindset is to business, it's a process of time to get a business. If someone comes to me and says, oh, I want to have $50,000, I've got 20 people I'm going to work for me straight away, I know that it's wrong mindset. They haven't got a business mindset. They're looking for an easy an easy cash mindset. So there, there is a process that we try to work out where they're coming from and what their goals are and if what we supply will meet their goals. Because there's no point in them spending some money jumping on board with us if it's not going to meet their long-term goals. It's just pointless. They'll be disheartened and uh, we want... Obviously, uh, are people with that are encouraged, people that are unhappy uh, with their business. And then, f- from your end, while you get that right person in, 
you also, you know, there's a high multiple place on that, the mentorship you're providing as well. I mean, how important is that? And how, like, how often are you in contact with the people, the new franchisees? And do you essentially see yourself as a, a mentor in that way? I, I definitely, I do try to um, spend as much time as I can. Obviously, in that initial period, there's a lot going on with winning the contracts. So you're in contact with them. They're obviously, it's very new to them. So you want to reassure that what's going on is good and, and, and it's positive for them. Um, and then, the, the, then as they meet new clients, we spend a bit of time with them, with the clients, introducing them. Um, we actually uh, do like a walkthrough with them and the client to get them familiar with everything. So in those first two or three months as work's coming in, we're meeting with them, the clients. I'll often visit them on site. I'll get them started. There's obviously questions that they're, that they're going to have that they're always asking. So, so, so we try and meet them at, at the level um, that they're at and we try and uh, get them on board and working as quickly as possible but confidently as possible as well. And then how's the market anyway So for commercial cleaning? Oh, just tons of work. Yeah. We're, we're growing so rapidly we've really only just kind of scratched the surface here in Brisbane. Yeah. There, is, there is a ton of work and the more I go out, and, and prospect, the more I find people are not happy with the current cleaners. And it's not just gymnasiums, offices, and like rec centres, medical centres, is it? There's a lot more applications to urban clean in Brisbane, isn't there? There is. You do have the offices, medical centres, gyms, but then you've also got, you've got industrial places too. You, you've got big factories that, that have offices. We often think of cleaning as high-rises in the city, but there is so much more than that. For example, um, I've just been asked next week, I'd come and quote cleaning at a church here in Brisbane. So I've never had that before, but they've actually approached me and said, can you come and give a quote? And so um, that's something I've never really thought of before. So, yeah, the, the scope is broad. Yeah, because you can see that expanding into a big one as well if you do oh. get a couple of churches because they're well, big premises. Yeah, well, this is a big one. Uh, it's a big Anglican church. Yeah. Um, and I, I got that through a connection on LinkedIn. Hmm. Just, just connecting with people, and uh, this lady's asked me to come. Here, I'd come and give a quote this week, yeah. and uh, potentially if you get one, a big one, that's well known, then they have outreach to others. Sure. So, so is there much more room for new franchisees to get on board? In your oh, area? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Because don't forget the um, we're supplying five thousand dollars, which yeah. can be anywhere from two to ten contracts. So yeah. if you look at that. Like I've got some franchisees that have got two contracts only. They've got a couple of bigger ones. Then I've got others that are smaller ones, maybe have 10 clients. But there's hundreds of thousands of clients around Brisbane. It's a big scope. And then, look, from your end, how has this business, one, changed the lifestyle of some of the people you you mentor or the franchisees? And secondly, your own lifestyle. How do you think it's affected your lifestyle? For the, for the franchisees that I've met, a lot of them are just looking for part-time work. So when they come into the business, they, they have this extra work to do, obviously it's after hours, but all of a sudden it impacts their families because now they've got more income. A lot of them, when they come in, one of the questions they ask me is, so why do you want a business? And often it's because we want to, as a family, we want to get ahead. Yeah. And all of a sudden now they're now meeting their goals. So it's impacting yeah. their lives greatly. A lot of them want to buy a house, one of them want to travel, one of them, some of them want to pay off some debt. So they're working to fulfill 
I guess, the life plan that they have mapped out. For me, it's impacted me greatly. My earning potential has, what's the right way to say it? There is no limit to what I can earn, yeah. uh, which I've never been in a position like that. So, And the flexibility of when to work. I'm not locked in nine to five. Some of my work's on the weekends, some of it's later in the evenings. Sometimes I don't have to start till earlier in the day. I'm sorry, till later in the day. Um, so there's flexibility, which is good for family. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can schedule family things in and still meet the needs of my business. It's a lot better than nine to five and six or seven days a week in the retail business. So with your uh, franchise or duties and the quality of life you have now, at the end of the day, what is the most satisfying thing that Urban Clean has given you? I would say would be the flexibility of time. Not some, I mean, like money's been good. I've had some months where CEOs would be would be happy to earn what I've earned. But as I said, money's good, but I think the flexibility of time. In the last 12 months, I've had a couple of trips overseas, and that's afforded me not only financially, but time frame. I just did, while I was overseas, I was able to still run my business from my phone and email, still being contactable without physically having to be there, and that's worth a lot to me. Well, look, it does seem, you know, very appealing for the right type of person. So uh, anyone out there listening who may be considering, like I said, pulling the trigger, running their own business or joining the franchise, you know, what advice do you have for them to make that next step? I would say have a look at, at what you want out of looking for a business. That's what I did when I started looking, what I really want. The three things I tell my franchisees at interviews, and this is what I would encourage the listeners to think about, is what is your budget? Is what we're offering, does it fit your budget? Does it meet your goals, your life goals that you have in future? By what we've said today, does that sound like that will, will fulfill? Yeah. And then have a look at, I know the listeners can't do that today because they're not here, but with the guys that I meet, I say, now that we've met, can you work with me? And if they can, if they can tick all three boxes, then I would say, uh, go for it. I haven't had any franchisees yet that have said, oh, I wish I never had done this. They've all been, they have to work. It's a challenge to work, but it does meet and their goals and in the long run, they're actually quite happy. And now we're at a point where franchisees are now renewing for another term. They have the opportunity to move on if they, if they want to, but the majority of them just keep renewing and they see the, uh, the greatness of the business. So I would say if you meet those three things, I would say go for it. It's a great opportunity. Brilliant. And it does sound uh, extremely interesting. So anyone who's keen on it, and you know, we encourage you now to head towards the Urban Clean website and put your name down for an inquiry. You'll also have a few options around the podcast with some inquiry forms and on the Eden Exchange website. So please feel free to submit your details and one of the team will be in touch with you ASAP to try and at least you know, begin that journey with Urban Clean and get connected with the company. So look, it's been a pleasure chatting to you today. I think um, we've learned a lot from it, and I think you know, the way you're expanding, it'd be good to get you back on here soon for an update, um, just okay. to cool. inform us on how you're going. Yeah. I, I do thank you for you know having me on. I'm more than happy to chat at any time. I come and join Urban Clean. It's a great company. Thank you. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Paul Haycock, branch owner and franchisor in Queensland. For more information on the Urban Clean franchise or any other episodes by Eden Exchange, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. 
You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitchers if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.